The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. It's getting dark in here, so take off all your clothes. It's episode 225 of Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Gabe, and Tim, but not Doyle, because there's probably some kind of dispute going on at his job where people have left and now he's completely fucked. Sounds beefy. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 225 of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm two. I'm one. I watch you chew really, really fast so <laughs> that you could get the I'm one out. You're all... Wow. <laughs> that, was that was really creepy. It was pretty hilarious. So everybody, let's talk about yet another confusing goddamn thing. <laughs> but this one was significantly more enjoyable for this final actual planned out episode of this recording session we are going to be talking about the netflix original dark it's a german science fiction thriller web television series co-created by baron do baron bo odar and jean jeffries <laughs> set in the fictitious south german town of winden uh, dark concerns the aftermath of a child's disappearance, which exposes the secrets of and hidden connections among four estranged families as they slowly unravel a sinister time travel conspiracy, which spans several generations. Throughout the series, Dark explores the ex- existential implications of time and its effects upon human nature. So, weird. this show has the potential to be confusing as Fuck. Yes. Like, I definitely had to take a couple times where I got distracted by, like, working (laughs) and, like, rewind, like, four or five minutes here or there to, like, actually take in what was being said and what was happening. Like, this is a really well-written show, and it is an incredible dubbing For them to be able to pull off what they're doing and, like, the high-minded ideas that they're presenting going from one language to another. Like, it's pretty incredible. Like, this is, this is probably the most highbrow science fiction television show I've ever seen, I want to say. You're one of the devs? Yeah, I think so. I really think so. Devs was really cool and I really liked the way it wrapped up. You know, you got, I hadn't finished it by the time, you know, we recorded, but I did really enjoy the ending of that. The, the build up to the end of the first season of Dark is outrageous, man. Like it just twists in on itself over and over and over again. And you get these really cool shots because you have, Stories that are happening to the same people, but in different timelines. At the same time. At the same time. <laughs> and you'll have, you'll have a scene where the guy is walking in his 40s down the street, and then as he's nine down the street. That's like, the, split screen. I'll tell you, that's the only way that I knew kind of what How was going on sometimes. How to some of the stuff. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you don't know. You're, you're guessing who's who and, and what's going on. And their names are a little hard to follow because... 
I mean, they're just talking, and right. you don't always catch who's who and all that. Um, Doyle's not here, so I'm going to make this statement for him. Uh, he said that he watched like an explainer of the so first season, and it made him more confused. <laughs> like that, he finished watching, and was like, "Wait, that's not what I got from that." <laughs> I mean, it's 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 something, man. Like this is I'm. Definitely going to continue watching this show. I really want to finish it. Yeah. Because the third season, I think just Just came out. out. So I really wanted to watch this show when it first came out on Netflix because it was at the time when Bailey was learning German in school. And so I wanted to watch it like in German with her. And uh, I think when it first came out, there was no option for that. I know there is Hmm. now. Uh, But it's it's one of those things. It's kind of like Black Mirror. Like, I really like Black Mirror, and I've seen several episodes of it, it but every time I think to myself, oh, I want to watch Black Mirror, or I want to watch Dark, I I then think to myself, that's a lot of thinking. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I think I'm going to watch, you know, something stupid. It's honestly a lot of... Focusing, yeah, more than more than thinking, in my opinion. But I it's really, definitely processing out like it, what it the fuck is right. going on. I yeah. just I had to make sure that when I was watching that, that was all I was doing because yeah. it is you miss one thing and you're fucking lost, lost the whole episode. Yeah, that's how I was in the first episode. I haven't gotten beyond the first episode because I started late because I was fucking off with other shit, but. First episode caught me, but I was smoking while I was watching it. Marijuana. Crack. But <laughs> <laughs> you take your choice. <laughs> Meth? I don't have no idea Meth? how you do any of those drugs. <laughs> but uh Well, you I, smoke all I three realized, of them. Oh, do you? Yeah. I realized about three quarters of the way through the episode that I had already lost track of what was happening. <laughs> I, need to, I need to come back to the sober. <laughs> Or at least less stone than I was at the time. Cause, yeah, ooh, definitely didn't watch it last night. That's take. for sure. Like it power drives you with more information than devs does. That's true. And like every episode is like that. Every episode has a yeah. lot going on in it. But in a way, like, and this is like where it really differs from Warrior Nun. Because it takes like a seed. There's this one thing that's happening. And then it includes a second person. And that person's thing goes on to include another person. And then you start to see, like, this this twist of, like, now we're back to the first person who's involved with person four, who are both involved with persons two and three. And then you start adding time and all these other things to it. And you realize that this little German town is this, like, interconnected web of what the fuck is going on. And it just builds and builds and builds. Uh, I was watching it as I was watching it. Uh, Ashton and Sophia were hanging out downstairs one day. So I'm working, they're playing video games. I'm watching dark and Ashton comes over. He's kind of watching it over my shoulder. And one of the characters is running into the cave. And I just look at Ash and I go, Man, they need to seal that cave the fuck <laughs> up. Like, like every time someone goes in that goddamn thing, something insane happens. Like how they have not concreted that shit shut already is beyond me. Like it's it's just because the factory yeah. the factory owns it. That's where they're storing illegally their fucking waste. Also, <laughs> time travel portals. <laughs> like. like the whole circular circular idea of time, like the 33-year cycle and stuff, like 
all of that is really cool. And it like puts you in a mindset of how far back do these cycles go? Like does, you know, he mentions at one point that that's how old Jesus was when he died. Well, is that like some fucking crazy implication that like Jesus was a time traveler and that maybe his resurrection was just him coming back from the future and blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of really cool like concepts happening, but instead of just like dumping them all in like five minute spurts, <laughs> it grows and grows and grows and grows over the, you know, the 10 episodes of the season to where it can be confusing. But if you pay attention to it, it just becomes really cool. Like, because there's not 20 minute moments of exposition. It drops you into an insane situation that doesn't make a lot of sense. And it progressively tells you the story instead of just being like, here's all the things. It does. It does. But it. no warrior knows. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does it in a way that it only focuses on that thing, though. Yeah. Like, cause there, there, are, it does. It does. You probably haven't watched The Walking Dead since it's done it, but it does what The Walking Dead does in the sense that that cast grew so large that you couldn't tell all of their stories all at the same time in one episode. So there were episodes that just focused on Michonne. There were episodes that just focused on Negan. And that's what this does. This yeah. has episodes where it's only focusing on one guy in 1953 or in 1986, I think is the other one, or in 2019. Like they don't do a lot of time traveling in between the episodes, like you don't generally get that because I think that would make it a little bit more confusing. It would make it a ton <laughs> more confusing. But I, I, I will listening to it. I will tell you that if I ever fucking time travel and there is somebody that sounds even the slightest fucking sinister and knows what I'm doing or what's going on, I'm not listening to that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm gonna do my own thing. Like I don't know, it's this cool. Like I dig <laughs> it. I like I feel like. You enjoyed it, like it seems like it. Too. Yeah, I, I really like, like this. It. This thing, it doesn't. I love time travel. It's like one of my favorite things. I know it doesn't <laughs> ever feel like it's spinning its wheels, even though you don't know what's going right. on for a good chunk of the first season. It, it's not that show where you have to watch six episodes for it to get good. It's that show where you have to watch like four or five episodes for you to figure out what's going on. But the things that are happening in those four or five episodes are super compelling. Like it's interesting to watch. It's interesting to listen to. There's tons of drama and emotion behind it. The show that it really reminded me a ton of is the first season of American Horror Story, where I didn't know what was going on until maybe like the eighth episode of a 12, you know, 10 or 12 right. like episode season. But it was so fucking weird and creepy that it kept me on the edge of my seat every night for like two weeks. Like this did the same thing. Like I, you know, I wasn't 100% focused on it all the time. Cause I was trying to get stuff done, you know, in my office, but I kept, lasering into it because something interesting would happen that I couldn't stop watching it again. It, like, it reminded me a lot of 11-22-63. Yes. Because it's the same, very, very similar concepts. Because that focuses on 
what happens if you if Kennedy survived. And there's even a shot at the very end where shit went to shit because right. he survived. And you kind of see a little bit of that coming in the next couple of seasons. And uh, I haven't I haven't watched and I haven't read forward, but I know that there's some kind of apocalypse that's coming in well, the next you couple get, of seasons. You get a little hint of right. it too, like in the very last scene. And that's how you do a cliffhanger. You don't just like, hey, there's a machine. We don't use it. He goes through the machine right. and he ends up somewhere that does like is different and new from the whole previous right. season. You do that at the end of Warrior Nun and that whole cliffhanger makes so much more sense where they're in wherever that thing takes place and it's confusing and you don't know what it is. Then you end the episode. Right. Like it's just, this is a study in how to do what warrior nun wanted to do the right way. Like you can present tons of information. Well, still coming around warrior. Nun. <laughs> it's a rec- <laughs> like, we're a week. We're a week and a half later, and we're still talking about. It. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Like the the idea though that you that you can't present a ton of different ideas and streams of thought in ten hours of television is preposterous. But if you don't do it the right way, it just becomes stupid. If you build it the way like stories actually get built, it is fucking awesome. And if they did. I mean, these are the exact same criticisms we had about that show. Like, if you build it this way, people will watch it. It's part of the criticisms that we had about uh, uh, Way of the Dragon. Because he was so, you know, I want to do shots differently and I want to make a different movie. And even though he was treading kind of like, you know... Un, unwalked upon territory. Right. He's trying to do things like one of the moments I talked to Tim about yeah. while we were watching it is the scene where he's chasing Chuck Norris through the Coliseum. It doesn't build any suspense. No. And the reason it doesn't build any suspense is because he's using that wide shots. It's not the sense of claustrophobic and right. rushing and he could be behind every corner you know he's not behind the corner on that set of stairs because you can see all the stairs right. and you can see to the top of the stairs so because it's not filmed in the way that our brains are wired it doesn't build suspense this does the opposite those moments where they're in that little tiny cave and they open the door and there's that rush of wind right and the first time you see that, you're like, what the fuck is about to happen? <laughs> right? And then he's just kind of in a different place. Right. And it's fucking super anticlimactic in like the creepiest way But possible. it's amazing because you get that – you get the – how how did he get there first? Yeah. At the end, you get yeah. – you close that loop. Bec- and and I, I, that's what I re- – I love time travel, and this no way. This is I, I love. <laughs> what? Yeah, I love this because it's 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 very. The time travel aspects are easier to follow in that what happens in the past affects what happens in the future. There's no fucking you know. Well, it's another dimension, and maybe it's another set of people, and blah blah blah. It's it's that's not how things work in this world. If you fucking do something in the past. 
it affects what's going on in the future. You know, you don't know Helga, his ears all fucked up until you see the dude bashing Bash him with the fucking face rock. With a rock. Yeah. yeah. And, and that affects what he looks like. An in the adult, future. like an adult, just straight assaulting a <laughs> yeah. child, dude. Like that's crazy because he's so like, I have to stop him to change this thing that he literally tries to kill a child. And you're like, it can, it makes that character's arc go completely screwy, like instantaneous. Oh, sorry, I got off on a tangent. And again, if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna kill somebody to save future events, make sure he's dead. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Double tap. Yeah. If we've learned anything from Zombie Land, double tap. Always double tap. <laughs> Always double tap. So, so usually this is the point where I'm like, "Hey, Gabe, explain what's going on in this fucking series." I'm not really sure that there's a good way to do that. So I... Except for they're looking for missing kids. So I feel like I can explain it partially without giving away too much, but also without it being too confusing. So they live in this little town called Winden, okay? There is a cave on the edge of Winden that has some kind of property that harnesses the same like properties as a black hole. Okay. That black hole is creating a wormhole that reappears effectively is the way I would think of it every 33 years. So if you go into this black hole, you will end up 33 years in the past or in the future. I'm not sure how they determine which way they go. I know I don't part of it has to, I know part of it has to do with what door you go through and I know part of it has to do with the fucking crazy like clockwork like <laughs> steampunk <laughs> clock that they don't ever actually really explain other than somehow it can control like the flow of time. I think it's coming this in season 2. So what happens is you get People from the present going into the past in an attempt to figure out where their missing kids or friends are right. because they think they've gotten lost in this cave and instead they end up in the past. You have a couple people that have figured out that something is going on and so they go back to the past to fix something that happened 33 years ago that has affected all the things happening in the present. Right. And then you also have this interconnected story of people that grew up in such close proximity with each other. It's four families. That they all know each other's shit. They all know every crazy fucked up thing that every other person is doing and so they all have in their minds, if I could just go back to this time, I could change it so it's not awful in my present. And it never really digs too deep into 33 years in the future. And like you said, I think that's what season two is largely right. going to be about. But it definitely deals with how relationships develop over time and how people feel about failed relationships. Right. In the long run. And as a consequence, it's like just a super fucking compelling idea because you get to see the mindset of the, uh, like the, the cop and his wife. Okay. The guy that goes back to kill the right. kid. The cop and his wife are married and they got together because of their relationship in high school. 
There was a third wheel that was really into the cop, and he's cheating on his wife with her. Not because he cares about her, but because he's trying to relive that past and, like, change that past until he realizes he can actually go into the past and change it and then goes way too far. (laughs) Like, and it's... I would say he didn't go far enough. It depends on what you're looking for. It really depends on what you're looking for. Not entirely convinced that the kid that got bashed in the face with a rock is actually the one that kidnapped other kids. I don't know if he did the kidnapping, but he's definitely taking part in their murders. Well, yeah, he's helping the- the- put them into this chair that's fucking burning your eyeballs off. But do we know that's what's causing he's it? He's the rock. He's He's got the same scar on his side of his head. Like, I don't really know who Noah... You don't know who Noah is yet. The guy, the priest, the priest guy. yeah. But the other guy is definitely the guy who got his head smashed in with a rock. Because you can see his yeah, face the scars. is all fucked up. Huh. I don't know. It's, <laughs> again, probably something that I overall miss. But, like, the the whole thing is just about... If I could go back in time and fix one thing, my life would be perfect. And what total bullshit that is. Because there isn't... There isn't a linchpin point in your life where you say, I made this decision instead of this decision, and this is why I'm here. Like, I'm 42 years old. I have 42 years of decisions that I would have to fix to change this moment right now. And I think that's why – I think, honestly, that's why the only way to cure some of those things is, honestly, to murder somebody because you've literally stopped them from creating anything in the future and i don't even know if you can it's hard because it plays with those themes of how many times has this already happened right when you go back into the past are you really changing things or is the fact that you went back are you just playing into somebody else's thing exactly that's why i like time travel it's so weird to think about those things and it and it drops hints about that by showing like a timeline that we haven't seen yet at the end and dropping that hint of that's jesus's life cycle like is who fucking knows? Cop dad <laughs> might be Jesus. Jesus might be a German guy, and we just never knew. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. and it definitely, it's one of those shows that is fun to do this about, where you sit and you discuss, like, the ideas and you try to get to the bottom of it. And in the end, you just end up yelling at each other because you both think you're right. You're fucking wrong. You, you moron. Don't you understand? In episode three, minute five. Forty-seven. I sit in the middle, completely unaware. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. yeah. I'm telling you though, it's it's, it's uh, really you, you good. Might, You'll like. You it. might be like, oh, huh, I think I know a lot about this fucking show, but you, it's 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 difficult. You, we I have had given to look you up. the most <laughs> vague description oh, of no, this I'm, show possible. I'm on board, I just. I, I love shit that makes you think. I was looking up family trees and timelines and shit because it's it definitely it's confusing. It definitely has that potential. So I want you to look at this. This is the cast and characters, and you can see here: child, teen, adult, elder. Like it is, if you printed that out, it's probably two and a half pages of characters <laughs> with. Well, it's all the same with, character. Right. Well, yeah, but right. it's like three to four different, different actors playing it. Like, there's main storylines, you know, weird tangential storylines. Like, it just, you have no idea, like, where it's going at any moment. But 
in a way that's exciting to watch, you know, not in a way that's like, please don't go back to the teen romance part. Cause I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> or please fucking finish up. Like I get it. You love your kid who glows blue. Like I don't need to see that in the show like 16 times. Like she runs in there so many times and just like, how are you? Are you okay? He's the same. He's been in the same goddamn place his whole life. He's the same. Chill out. <laughs> like nobody's worried about him. Nobody's asking any questions about him. Not a lot of people know he exists. He's the same as he was before. <laughs> I don't Did know. Did I give the Rotten Tomatoes on this? No, let's hear it. Uh, 94 critics, 95 audience. Whew, that's up there. Yeah, I can see high. why. Oh, here we go. Here's uh, here's season one family tree, season two family tree, season three family right, tree. Not, Look, <laughs> here's the interconnected loops of time. Sure. Duh, it's dope. Somebody really put a lot of effort. Into look, one. look, oh, look at this shit, dude. There's like schematics of like time travel. <laughs> this is just the Wikipedia page too. Like this isn't even like some kind of fan driven page. This is just straight Wikipedia. Oh man. Can you imagine like the fandom on this has to be unreasonable. Like there are got to be a lot of threads about what the fuck's going on in on Reddit maybe. No, but I I mean like the actual people that are in the fandom I assure you are unreasonable human beings <laughs> like where if you make any mistake in anything that you say about this show, they're going to push their glasses up and go, um, actually <laughs> there was a comma in between the word the and, and, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, you know, that the people that have gone this far into this show, they are not people I want to talk to very often. <laughs> I want to talk to them about this for like half an hour tops. <laughs> and then we got to talk about something else. On that note. On 26 minutes. On that okay, note. So we're not those people. <laughs> yeah, we're not those people yet. <laughs> so on that note, be sure to check out our social media. Well, TOTLB.com. Oh, yeah. Up. Around the table. Sorry. Two One, thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I'm and tentative. one nineteen fifty six thumbs up. <laughs> Is that thirty three years ago? Yeah, well, sixty six, right from the timeline, because I think it was thirty. I think it was nineteen eighty six or eighty seven, and then fifty six. I think. I don't care about that. I care about what it is now. Oh, Not a nineteen eighty seven. Oh, timeline. Shit, that's that's thirty three years all right, ago. All right. Anyway, motherfucker, I'm old. <laughs> Tentative thumbs up for me because I will finish it and I probably will like it. <laughs> it's definitely sounds like my kind of show for sure. I one hundred percent give this two thumbs up. Sure, like this is absolutely one of the coolest things that I've watched this year. Oh shit, it's competing for Oh no, that other one was a movie Yeah, the other one's a movie Like as far as television shows go, this is way up there right now I don't know man, we have watched so many really good We've watched a lot movies. of good shit this year But this is This is super interesting and Yeah, it, I agree It has me hooked Devs is the same way Devs goes in like this weird circle where you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Right. Like, what is going to happen next? And it just builds and builds and builds on itself. I thought the end was so weirdly anticlimactic. Is that outside? 
Yeah, it's our next door neighbor's okay. motorcycle. I, ke- I keep hearing things that I think are thunder. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it's it's just <laughs> it's just Harley's. It's thunder in the Rockies, man. <laughs> Oh, man. That's funny. Well, this definitely isn't from 1954, and it's definitely not from 1987. It's 2020, and you have listened to yet another episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. You made it this far. You did make it this far. (laughs) (laughs) We're all making it this far. Halfway over. Oh, man. Yeah, unless they decide to add an extra month to this year. <laughs> you know, it's 13 it, it, it's, like, it's like It's oh. like December and then de- January. <laughs> Trump's, or no, it'd be Trump-aware. He's like, oh. he just starts adding months. It sounds like he's in a cage. donald Airy, and then just goes on. He just starts making up months like the Romans did. I, I can't see him past November, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say that sentence out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it, it involves pew-pews. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but anyway, check us out. Find all our social medias, TOTLB.com. You can join us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash TOTLB, where, of course, you can get all sorts of neat prizes and swag and whatnot. Uh, we always appreciate your support. Patreon supporters, we love you. Sorry we got behind on shit, but we think you're awesome you guys are like the great rack in the way of the dragon wow like top-notch boobs that's how that's how good i feel about our patreon supporters i like it they give me the same feeling as top-notch titties so you realize that some of them are women i don't don't know know if it matters no i'm just saying they give me they give me that feeling i'm not saying that i'm looking at their boobs i'm saying (laughs) that that lady's boobs our tits. Although you have looked at, <laughs> you have looked at uh, Taylor's boobs. Sort of. Yeah, you seen them. I mean, I seen them in a bra. Like I didn't see like there wasn't like full tit action. <laughs> it's like it's like she's si- on one sixty-five seventy percent. We met. Did you ever action. think you'd see me like this? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, no, 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 no. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, you can give us a look on YouTube at tinyurl.com slash TOTLB. Sorry, tinyurl.com slash TOTLB tube. You guys talked and I was like, wait, what <laughs> the, did I finish that whole thing? What was I saying? Haven't you haven't interrupted me in a minute. It's been kind of weird. <laughs> it used to be a thing we did. Yeah, yeah, it's still a thing you do, you fucking <laughs> jack off. Uh, wow. but YouTube, definitely check it out. Yeah, I know. Kind of fucking time. link. Click link. Oh, fuck my life. <laughs> from Zelda? You no, know, not from Zelda. <laughs> Click on links that are our YouTube page. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe and like. Hit the ringing bell that is a, a notification oh, of some shit. sort that allows you to see every time we post a YouTube video. Don't inter- don't in- don't interrupt me on this one. Once a long, long time ago. Six years ago? Yeah, like five or six years ago. In a different time and place where there was no Donald Trump presidency, where there was no wall being built, where there was no (laughs) COVID-19, you could sit in a bar and watch midgets wrestle in oil. (laughs) And every time... Never a thing I did. Every time, sitting by (laughs) that wrestling rink full of baby oil and little, little people 
was Michael Kirk <laughs> just <laughs> beaten off like a madman. Jesus. And now he's dead because of that. <laughs> Be sure to call us on the Michael, Mer- Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. You went blind, fell in a hole. Boom. 970-573-6148. Give us your opinions. Michael, may you rest in peace. You know, if you're going to go, go happy. <laughs> With that said, I've been Gabe. I'm Juan. Bye. He's the only guy to have ever gone when he came. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production.